Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Hey, what is up? It's Hunter Lowry here. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator podcast. So I'm a financial advisor here in Northern California, work out of Sacramento, but I live in Auburn, California, which is in between Sacramento and Lake Tahoe, basically. And I work with clients all over the country, wherever you live, near or far, we can still work together. I can help you to reach your financial goals. And it's really honestly crazy how globalized the world really is. And people say that all the time, but I never really think about it until I'm on a call with clients that live all over different parts of the country. It's a pretty dang cool deal. And even this podcast now, it reaches over 64 countries across the world, half them I wouldn't even know where they were if they didn't have this cool map that shows me where all the downloads come from. (laughs) But that's what's so awesome about this job. It's the fact that I get to work with so many different people and so many different ideas, especially now that I'm a Dave Ramsey SmartVestor Pro. It brings on even more people that I talk to on a daily basis. And they come from all walks of life. I mean, I have conversations with people who need help managing multi-million dollar accounts and people who have never even heard of Yahoo Finance before. (laughs) But it's a little bit interesting right now though over the past year there's been more doomsdayers as i like to call them those who think that the economy doesn't have any legs to stand on anymore and that world war three could break out and we need to only own physical precious metals now I'm exaggerating here a little bit. They're not actually wanting to just go live in a bunker in the backyard. But some conversations, they do actually get halfway there. And really, it isn't one political side or the other that says this stuff. But I think that it's a result of uncertainty that we've had over the past couple of years. Nobody has ever lived through a worldwide disease that was taking control of the entire world and forcing people to just absolutely change the way that we operate. Things are just constantly changing all around us. New challenges are always coming. And it can for sure give us a reason to feel half panicked and maybe feel a need to prepare for the worst. But what I really want to address today is the conversations I have with these people who are kind of the doomsdayers. And they're always going to say, the market is too overvalued right now. I'm waiting for it to drop and get cheaper. Then I'm going to feel more comfortable buying in at the lows. This is just It's really prevalent right now because we've started off this week on a pretty poor note. And it feels like it's been a little bit now since I looked at the market opening um, and it was just the Red Sea. Everything being down, basically every sector falling, people fleeing out, worried, and just a big down day. And that took place this Monday. Last year... I remember that feeling every morning for what felt like half of the year. Oh man, it was almost depressing when the market opened down two, three, four percent and just went down from there. And still every day at that point, I was talking to people that said, I'm waiting for it to fall more. I think it's going to drop more. The S&P is going to hit 1700. 
then I'm going to feel comfortable getting in. And people were telling me it might not ever recover. It could just be a bottomless black hole. And they were panicked about it. And the funny thing is with these investors, they want to wait until it drops. But when it does drop, it's never enough. They want to wait longer and longer and get it just perfect. But then when it rebounds and begins to do well, it's too late. We missed the boat and now we got to wait again for the next dip. And it's just a funny thing how people behave with finances. And actually the same thing can just happen on the upside, trying to squeeze every last ounce of a return and not ever locking in a gain on a position. Then it pulls back and you lose everything. But again, I want to focus on more of the doomsday again, just because I think we're going to have some more down days here going forward. And I think that most of the people who tell me and have been telling me, Hunter, I'm waiting for a dip. I'm waiting for a pullback they still probably won't act. That person will always think that they can get in at a lower point and then they just don't ever pull the trigger on it. And if you're wanting to invest to just make a short-term quick return, I don't really think you should do it. If you're trying to just perfectly time these dips and pull everything out in six months and play that game over and over, I just don't think that's the way to go about it. It's a hard way to ever get ahead. Because again, I say this all the time, there's no warning sign to tell everybody, sell all of your positions. Nobody comes screaming on your computer telling you to sell right now. Things are gonna drop tomorrow and they're gonna drop for the next 43 days in a row. Then buy on that 43rd day and the next day is gonna be great. That just doesn't happen. But there also isn't anyone that says, hey, it's time, we're here, we're at the very bottom, put it all on black, it's gonna hit huge. But for every single investor, hindsight's 2020, right? <laughs> we, we can all look back at the six month history of an investment that we've been watching and say, oh my gosh, I knew that was a bottom. I was gonna buy in right there, right on the screen, that dip. I was gonna buy right at the perfect time and I didn't do it. Dang it, I, I should have done it. I just, I knew it the whole time. And it's just so funny how often that stuff happens. And the most brutally honest thing about it is that every client I have, and every person that I know that is very successful in both the market and in life, they don't go for these short-term big hitters. They aren't constantly trying to time a few stocks and flip in and out of them. They understand what they want to accomplish, they have a vision, and they have a game plan on how to reach that vision. Nobody, at least nobody that I know, that is extremely successful tells me, yeah, Hunter, you know, I really don't even know how this happened, man. I honestly was just kind of throwing money around, guessing at things, and somehow I woke up one day and one of my ideas hit big and I've just killed it ever since. It just fell in my lap. There's no way. They all say, well, I started like this. I took these steps. I did research and I knew that if I worked hard, if I worked hard at it and stayed the course, it was going to work out for me. Well, it really is no different with your financial standpoint. It isn't a matter of rocket science. If we build out a game plan and understand exactly what you need to do in order to get to where you wanna go, then all it takes is actually executing on that plan and doing what we talk about, and you're going to have success. So again, really why I'm t saying all this is, and I've talked about this the last few episodes, I think that we're gonna have some volatile times ahead. And remember, volatility doesn't always mean just bad. It just means that we're gonna have some large up days and large down days. And I really don't want emotion to be playing a factor in the decisions that you're making, especially if it comes down to waking up for a couple days or a couple weeks of markets that are not performing very well. And I really just don't want you to be one of those people that's playing the I'm waiting for the perfect time game or the once I have time to think about this game. Let's get your goals lined out and start taking advantage of opportunities that we're going to get with the market right now.
Because with your investing, you cannot be out there waiting to chase headlines and changing your outlook on the market every single day when different news outlets are, are telling you what to think. You just want to be patient. You want to understand what you're trying to accomplish. And then it's a lot easier to know how risky you want to be and what steps you need to take in order to reach those goals. And if you'd like help going through that, if you'd like addressing your game plan, talking about your portfolio, talking about what it is that you want to accomplish, then head over to my website at hunterlowry.com and you can set up a free call right on my personal calendar. I would love to help you out. Hey, thanks for listening. Sure appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.